1: Welcome to the Cocoa Express show for Wednesday, November 26, 2014. And I know that many of you are out there right now either getting last-minute ingredients for your Thanksgiving dinner, or you are in the midst of preparing that wonderful meal that you're going to share with your family tomorrow. And I would like to wish each and every one one of you an amazing, wonderful, happy Thanksgiving. Now. Today, we have an amazing, wonderful spirit with us. Her name is Marlo Hampton. Now, many of you know Marlo Hampton from uh, Bravo TV's Real Housewives, of, uh, Real Housewives of Atlanta. And also, I believe, I Dream a Meanie Wedding. Now, she is a very strong character. And what we see... When we view the show, it's not really who she is because there's so much more behind the persona that is, I guess you could say, depicted on television. And we're going to have an amazing opportunity to have her join us and talk about her uh, various involvements and activities. So please allow me the opportunity to bring to you, (coughs) excuse me, not only an amazing person, but she has a fashion sense that will knock your socks off. And... I'm telling you, she always looks amazingly fabulous. Please allow me to bring to you Marlowe Hampton. Hello. Hello. Hi. Yes.
0: Hi, Coco. Happy Thanksgiving.
1: Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm so glad you're able to join us. How are you?
0: I'm great. I'm sitting with my best friend and goddaughter, eating some garlic crabs. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys, that is an
1: amazing thing. Now, Miss Hampton, can I call you Marlo? Of course you can
0: call me Marlo, yes. Yeah.
1: Oh, great. Thank you so much. Um, and, and happy Thanksgiving to you as well. And I have to tell you that I, I am um, a fan of Real Housewives of Atlanta. It is so much fun being able to talk to it with the people that I work with some days. Um, we just enjoy having conversations about the, the latest episodes. Yeah,
0: I'm sorry. What did you say? This cell phone is going in and
1: out. Okay, I said um, I am a fan of the show, and I enjoy having conversations about the latest episodes with some of my friends.
0: Oh yeah, it's so exciting. One thing, even this season has been interesting.
1: <laughs> yes, it has. Yes, it has. And I have to tell you, you know, I have been watching this show for a number of seasons, and. Your wardrobe is off the chain, girl. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: thank you. Thank you, thank you. I love that.
1: I know. I, I was checking out your um your website and I, I have to tell you, you know, and and some of the photos that are on online for you and stuff, and I have to say, I mean, you have such an impeccable sense of style and every outfit suits you to a T. So And that that just says a lot about who you are and how important it is that you present yourself in a manner that is representing the giving spirit in you. So tell us a little bit about Marla. Who is she?
0: Who is Marla? Marla is what you see is what you get. She's a young lady born in uh, Florida. She's outgoing. She's determined. She's a a product of the foster care system, and she's not letting her past uh, define who she is. Um, she's one of a kind. She's special. She's an Aquarian sister, and she's given like no other. <laughs> and what she's like I said, what you see is what you get. She's real. And she says simply Marlo. That's what she is.
1: Okay, great. You know, it's funny. I was having a conversation with a long-time friend, and I guess today's his birthday, so I'd like to give him a shout out there around. Happy birthday to you. And, you know, I was saying, to him, when I grow up, I want to be like you. And he in turn said, don't sell the world short, be better than me. And I thought that was such a a poignant sentence. And, you know, and someone like yourself, I mean, with your giving spirit, you're telling the world and you're telling the people that you help, you know, don't sell the world short. And what makes you so um, passionate about giving back?
0: You know what, Coco, it's just like I explained to someone earlier. I'm a giver. That's just me. That's been in my nature all my life. As a child, I'm just a giver. I give, not expecting anything in return. I like to see other people happy, and I just wish more people would be like that. And I totally agree with your friend. um, When people say, oh, my God, I want to be like you. Don't be like me. Be better than me because I'm a work in progress. And where I'm at now, I'm still aiming for more. I'm not content at where I'm at in life. But um, I just feel everyone should give. I just feel that's where all my blessings come from, is because how I give. I mean, I literally would probably give my last sometimes. And I just okay. feel someone else may need it more than I need it.
1: Oh, that's excellent. Because a lot of times, oftentimes, we don't want to give because we're so busy trying to get for ourselves that we forget the importance okay. of sharing the blessings that we receive. So, you know, because I believe that the blessings that we receive are. Our way of um, acknowledging them is also by giving back as well. So I think that's important for us to do.
0: Now, I totally agree with
1: that. You have two projects that you um, are passionate about that are your projects, and one of them is Simply Giving and the other one, and what is the other project that you have out as well?
0: Yeah, Simply Giving and Glamour That. Those are two that are dear to my heart. And Simply okay. Giving, uh, didn't know, that's usually during Thanksgiving and Christmas time. Mm-hmm. And that's when I reach out to families, and maybe you may email me and say, hey, Marlo, I know a family that's in need of a Thanksgiving meal. And for the last three years, I've met them at Publix and I've, you know, gave them a whole entire Thanksgiving meal, including the turkey, the sides, and, you know, dessert, and, a, you know, the full Thanksgiving meal. And I just feel that's something I will always do. This is my fourth year. I want to continue to do it. I hope it gets larger and larger. And I just feel we all can do it. If it's just being one family a year, one family a week, and it shouldn't just be doing Thanksgiving. I mean, we can just give. If you know someone's in need, just give. Mm -hmm. And I feel Mm -hmm. that's why I named it Simply Giving because it's that simple. Just give.
1: Okay.
0: that simple. Just give.
1: Okay. And glam it up. What
0: is... Now, Glam It Up, that's another one that's super, super dear to me. That one is um, where I spend time with foster home Girls Girls are in foster care between the ages of 13 and 17. Due to I came from, you know, the foster care system. I aged out at 18. I was in five different foster homes. And I just know as a foster child myself, there were things that I wanted. I wanted to have a key to the house. I wanted leftovers. I wanted to shop. I wanted to get my hair done and nails done. And the foster homes I in, to me, I felt a lot of them were just there for the check. You know, I mm-hmm. couldn't get the cute little dress or I couldn't go to a play or to a movie because I was just a foster kid and my check didn't cover that for the month, you know. Mm-hmm. So I feel that's another reason why, why giving is so in, in me and so required and necessary. So the simply giving, I mean, the glam that Every month I try and do something with my girls. If it's taking them, um, we went to a Carrie Hilton concert before. We went to a WNBA game. We've had brunch on Sundays where we dress up and we have brunch. We have an annually glam it up event where I get hair and makeup artists to come in and do their hair and their nails and an etiquette coach to come in. They have a five-course meal. These are things I didn't have, no, you know, I wasn't aware of. I didn't see in my cars growing up in foster care. So it's just that simple. Uh, glam it up and simply giving it to something I would do until the day I leave this earth. So that's just a no-brainer, and I just want both to continue to be larger and larger every year. That's,
1: that is excellent because you picked an age group where the girls are going through that transitional period and they need guidance and they need someone to show them how to grow to become the adult that they want to be. And it's just, I, I, all I can say is it's just, the right thing to do to help them um, just be molded and guided. And, and it's really good. And it's really great that you recognize that and decided to turn back and just say, this is what you need to understand. And this is what you need to know. Because oftentimes that's when they go astray.
0: Exactly. But and and yes, just let them know the world is theirs and to believe in themselves. And no matter because you're in a foster home it's not your reason. No matter what your mom did, she was on drugs, she beat you, or your father molested you, the world is still yours.
1: Mm-hmm. You have to
0: be strong and just fight for what you want. And I want to let them know, hey, I went through a lot growing up as a child. I mean, as even as a teenager, I got in trouble. And I want them to try and avoid some of those things I went through. I want to speak to them and say, hey, I've been there. You can't tell me I haven't been there. And you can be better than me. You see me now on television. I know I want to see you on television. I want to see you again. Running for the next president or the first lady, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's just, I just want them to know the world is theirs. If they dream it, they can achieve it. And we need more people to work with our youth and to let them know the world is theirs because people are trying to find you from your past. When I first got on that show, it was so hard how people just brought my past up. It's like, wow, the world can be this cool. So mm-hmm. we need more positive people to let them know I'm not ashamed of my past. I grew up where I grew up from, I'm not ashamed of it. As an adult now, I'm a grown woman and a grown individual that knows better. That's different. But in my Uh twenties, I wasn't thinking about. I was mad at the world. I thought the world owed me something still. So right now, I know I need to go out and get it because I know a lot of people are going to judge me from it, and they're going to judge me by a five inch Lubitan or something instead of getting to know Marlo. You know, the little thirty minutes they see me on an edited show, they think they know Marlo. Uh
1: huh. I understand that, and you know, it's really. It's really amazing the simple fact that you say you stand up and you stand proudly and say that this is this is who I was and this is who I am, and the woman that I've become now is a direct um result of the experiences that i ha- have had in the past, so you know if you're fabulous now it's because you were being molded and molded and guided into becoming fabulous, mhm. Exactly.
0: And yeah. it's just about fabulous. I've always loved fashion. I give that to my foster, I mean, not my foster mom, but I give that to my biological mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, she We were all the best-dressed kids. I might have been abused. I might have been mistreated. But you would never have known by looking at me. I had the best little Goodwill dresses on, you know, so mm-hmm. it was fresh and clean. I had the cutest little pigtails. So fashion isn't everything, but it's something I like. It's as if I was a football player or a music producer. If I'm down today, I can go out of my and dress up, have a cocktail, and I feel good. So if you judge me from that, you judge me. That's just my sport and my hobby. I breathe it. I live it. I know it. And it's not all about the label. Fashion is fashion. That's another thing I want my fans to know. It's not just about Gucci, Louis this. I wasn't able to always afford that. It's about Mm -hmm. fashion. And, I mean, even here now at my godmother's house, She's a fashion diva. She steps out. She's clean head to toe. So, I mean, it's just it's just in you. I don't feel that fashion is something you learn. It's something that has to be in you. And you eventually, you know, you may catch on to what works for your body or your frame. But it's something I genuinely enjoy, and I would never let the world take that from me.
1: And, I, you know, I just wanted to tell you that for me, when I say fabulous, fabulous for me is more than just the clothes you wear. It's the attitude that you possess. It's the words that you say, the things that you do, and those things combined together, coupled together, make you fabulous. So, and and you have, you know, you exude that kind of personality and that kind of um, definition. So that's amazing. Yeah, it
0: takes, not, well, thank you. I appreciate it. Because if I didn't, this mean, hard world would take the best of you. I mean, I've heard, I and mean, like, I want people to know, I'm headstrong. I lead. I try not to follow. And, you know, I just get to the – I dance to the own beat of my own drum. Mm-hmm. And I just try and do that because I know at the end of the day I want to do what makes Marlo happy. And everyone's not going to like you, and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. As long as I go to sleep comfortable at night and knowing I've done the best I can to do something to improve this world, that's all I have because I can't sit and judge anyone. And at the end of the day there's nothing I'm hiding from my fans, from myself. Whatever happens in my life, I want to share with them. I want to know, hey, I may change the life of someone else listening to us right now. Someone Mm -hmm. who's ashamed of their past. Own your past and know that's your past and just move forward.
1: And don't get stuck in it. And we often get stuck.
0: Uh, Don't. And when people talk about it, like literally when they put, oh, my God, you this. Yeah, I sure was. Now look at me now. I sure was. And I'm glad I was there because that's what's making me walk a straight arrow right now. (laughs) <laughs> I think God let everything, God let everything happen for a reason And people don't realize that
1: Now how did you become a cast member of, You know one of the cast members On the show
0: I was uh, recruited By a recruiter I was working at my boutique The red carpet boutique one day And a, a producer by the name of Princess came in Well I don't know if she was a producer I think she I don't know but she came in And she recruited me for the show And huh. at the time I didn't take it And then Another time came around and offered it to me, and I went ahead and went
1: with that. Okay. Now, what was? The, how has that been for you? I mean, it has changed your world dramatically. How Was that an easy transition for you, or were there some difficulties taking on that kind of persona and with that much exposure? You
0: know, it was totally different for me. Um, I was really excited about it at first. And then, like I told you, when I realized how people would talk about my past and try and use that against me, it really hurt to say, wow, these people would sit here and judge me, and I'm trying to do something right. And growing up in the hood and the projects on public assistance, I never thought this little girl would be on a television show with 40 million. How many viewers we have? 400 million viewers knowing my name. Mm-hmm. So at first it did about I'm not going to lie, looking at the Instagram and the Twitter and the blogs talking about me and Wendy Williams. But then, like that first season, I'm like, you no, what, I'm not thinking about these people. <laughs> I came on this show, and I didn't try and cover up my charges. I didn't try and get them sealed, because I wanted my fans and my youth to know, I am human. You can relate to me. I've been there. I've done that, and I'm moving forward. And if you can sit here and watch me on TV, I can sit and watch you probably on it one day, too, or hear you on the radio or... You in a magazine or, uh, you know, just anything. Come and you'd be a doctor or a lawyer. Mm-hmm. So it changed tremendously. I mean, it has been an open book. It's Nothing is no longer a secret. If you're in the grocery store, you have no idea who's listening. You have no idea who's looking, but that's why I live in the truth. And I'm, I mean, I'm really an open book. What you see is what you get. So I really don't have nothing to hide. And nowadays, you can't hide anything. <laughs> no, you can't. <laughs> so really? And I'm just one. I don't care what you think about me. I really don't. Only the people who love me who really, grown people who take the time to get to know me, it's really only ones I care about. I just, the other people I kill with kindness. <laughs> now, you
1: know, I understand that the shows are scripted and um, they edit out a lot of things. No, they're
0: not scripted. They're, they're not? not? scripted. Now. I said, oh, no, it ain't scripted. Now I won't even say that. I've never went on set and they say, read the script.
1: Mm-mm. Okay, so it's they edited. don't have it's not to, oh. It is edited.
0: It's a, no, it's never. I've never, ever, you know, I speak the truth. My, every time I've been on Bravo, I've never had to read anything. Okay. Do they? they may, uh, I may mean, I said something a certain way or it may not okay. exist, but it's just edited, but it's not scripted.
1: Okay. Now, have you ever been completely, how can I put it, completely upset with the way a scene turned out?
0: Oh, of course, I have. I look. I've looked at those shows. We watch them um, a day before you all see them,
1: and okay. I've
0: looked, I'm like, "Oh, God, I shouldn't have said this," or "Oh, I'm so ashamed." But that's how you learn, and that's how you become a better you. Mm-hmm.
1: And what other projects are you working on
0: right now? Right now, I have my hands on a lot of things right now, and I'm going to make my decision up in January. I will be announcing what I'm deciding to go with but it definitely would be involving fashion I definitely would be continuing working with the foster care girls so just stay tuned and you know I'm definitely going to keep you guys posted on my website Twitter Instagram and I definitely for the beginning of the year I would definitely reveal what's my next move
1: yes because you are I, I'm, I have to tell you, you you capture people's attention and you make them want to know more about you so there's an air of mystery about you but there's also that openness that you do talk about you keep it real and I think that is what uh people love about you so much. You know, you have that mysterious side but you also are real open and you're real about who you are. And I, yeah. I think that you bring substance to, you know, the show because because of who you are and the way that you are.
0: Well thank you. That made me feel good. I needed
1: that my- <laughs> tonight. Well you do
0: but I do feel that it's uh, time to where my fans know who Marlo really is, besides the labels and the fashion. I mean, you're going to always see that. I'll never disappoint you there. But I want you to know who my mom is, who my father is, what's mm-hmm. my story, what's really going on with Marlo. Oh, that's
1: great. Now, As
0: Marlo cries, um, you know, Marlo, Marlo needs a hug sometimes, too. And, you know, you didn't get to see that side of Marlo a lot.
1: No, we didn't get to see that side too often, and, you know, that's, that, we, is, everybody sees this really strong um, mm-hmm. woman who, you know, doesn't let anything kind of, like, bother her, and she lets it roll, you know, it rolls off her back and everything, so. And I
0: usually do, but I'm going to be honest, I cry like the other ones, I need a hug, sometime. I hurt too, but I am strong, that's the Aquarius in me, and that's my path too, and, Being in five different foster homes, being on my own, you know, as a teenager, I aged out of foster care, like I told you, at 18. Mm -hmm. But I was an independent, like, 16, you know, sleeping in an apartment with a mattress on the floor. So, you know, I got a background. I look at people on TV, too, that I knew I grew up with in this city, and I admire them. They're doing so well. So, like I told you, this is just the beginning. I'm still growing, and I'm, you know, just waiting to see what God has in store for me.
1: Oh, I'm sure he has many amazing things in store for you because if he brought you through that and got you the way you are, there's no limit. There really is no limit.
0: Oh, yeah. I totally yes. agree with you.
1: Now, I wanna ask you, you, you know, we talked about a little bit about fashion and you did make the statement that, you know, style is something you are born with, it's not something you can um manufacture overnight. What no. is your favorite style. I mean everyone has a a particular look that they gravitate to. What's yours? Mine is
0: eclectic I'll say. I like to just throw on as much as I can. I love accessories. I'll put on raggedy jeans and a sequence blouse and a neck full of necklaces. I think I'm really eclectic. Okay. Okay. And And you're here with you. Go ahead. Mm Mm-hmm. To be honest with you, I'm eclectic. I'm great at being eclectic, but one day I may want to be tomboy style. Tomorrow I may want to be hoochie mama. <laughs> so really I just love fashion. you. never know what you're going to get from me. You may get a gown. You may get sweatpants and heels. You never know.
1: Okay. And have you ever modeled, I mean, you know, professionally?
0: No, not professionally. I wish I was too fat.
1: <laughs> you're too fat. I okay.
0: Yeah, You should see me. I haven't worked out in the last month. I've been up here. I can't wait to get home to get back on my workout regimen.
1: <laughs> and I was noticing that you wear your hair in many different styles, and I noticed that you recently have been wearing your hair shorter, and I think it, it's so appealing.
0: Well, thank you, and I just switched it to 30 inches from I hard hair. I have 30 inches this week, and I'll probably be back short next week. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But everyone has been loving that short look. I think I'm going to go back short.
1: Yeah, and it really looks really nice and I it, it, it makes you it brings off a more feminine look. Um how can I put it? Um the you know the old the old Hollywood glamour kind of look.
0: All right, well, I'm going to definitely
1: make sure I revisit the short look I could be
0: Hollywood glam on them. Either. Yes,
1: go ahead, girl. <laughs> yes, and I was looking at you in the picture um, with the Oscar de la Renta dress, the gown. Okay. That yeah. was really, really nice, really nice. You look stunning in that yeah. one, too, as well. Like I said, I was just flipping through pictures and stuff like that, and you have so many different looks, and it's never really the same look, but each one of those pictures... It's really, and really That's
0: what cute. I said to you when I was saying you collect it. But I'm like, you know what, I will wear anything. I'll come out with a see-through dress on. I'll do a ball gown. That's why I say that's the beauty and fashion. It's like, what do you want to do today? I'm like, give me some sweatpants and a bagal and a blazer. You know, it just mm-hmm. depends on what mood I'm in. for Whatever you put on, you just have to own it. Okay. Now, if you had to
1: give advice to any young people out there, especially young girls, what would be the five things that you would want them to know that they should know?
0: I would the first thing I would always tell them is to lead, never follow. And then if someone's not doing what you want them to do, something right. Or oh, sometimes to love themselves. Look in the mirror themselves. Look in the mirror and tell yourself every day, I'm beautiful. The world is mine, I can do whatever I put my mind to it. I would tell them also. What would I tell them? Watch out for these no good boys and men. Don't fall. For them. <laughs> Beware. And I tell them that their past does not define their future. I mean, you know, their past does not, you know, define their future. Mm-hmm. And um, it, that's the main thing. And just to believe in God and you know, pray. They need to, prayer is so strong. You know, people be like, oh my God, seriously, but. When I tell you I pray like no other, and people literally on the show, I remember someone asked where I get my money or something like that from God. I believe everything that happens in life is God. And people, they get so big and in Hollywood, and they think they're untouchable. And I want to just tell people, remain humble, sweetie, I didn't shop where you didn't shop did and travel like you didn't travel. And I'm so humble. When I meet people in the airport and in public, and I'm like, Marlo, I want to take a picture. Oh, I love you. They're shocked about how nice I am and how down to earth I am, and I'm going to always be that way. That's something I promise I would never change, never, because I know these are people who love me. Like I look on TV, let me tell you, I love Oprah Winfrey, right? And I even love Tyler Perry, even though I was hurt by something he said about me, but I love Oprah Winfrey, and I know if I saw her out in public and if I tried to speak to her, if she was rude to me, it crushed crush me. So I think if I saw her in public, I wouldn't even go over to her. You know, so it's like I want people just to be humble and – love themselves, and just they don't even know the more you give the more humble you are the more blessings you get. Mm.
1: Yes, indeed. That is so true. And mm-hmm. now what is the most um disappointing thing you've experienced since you since you gained this new thing?
0: What's the most important thing I've gained you? No, say? I said
1: no disappointing thing you've experienced.
0: Uh the negativity from other people and the uh, opinions they had against me and uh, the betrayal when they're intimidated by me and how people just literally don't get to know Marlon. They're just intimidated by my outgoing personality and my passion. I mean, literally, no, I'm not even from Atlanta. I've been there 11 years, and it's just sad how people would judge me. Only a few people in Atlanta, you know, really know me or grew up with me from St. Pete. So it's just really heartbreaking to say, wow, You've never even had a 10-minute conversation with me. You don't like me? How do you not like me and you don't know me?
1: Oh, okay. Oh, but, you know,
0: if I it happens, and I don't like you on this edited show, but you can't say you don't like me. You've never met me. You only see me on a 30-minute edited show.
1: hmm That's true. But the that commercials is
0: true. And everything is about 30 minutes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that is true. But you also, I'm really... As, time goes by, I'm beginning to start to understand that life is like junior high school. You keep, you keep repeating the same kinds of characters over and over again that you met in junior high school.
0: <laughs> yeah, you really do. It's sad, too, for grown women, though, because I look at these women, there's so many of them I love, and I think they're characters, funny, and I think they're hot. They're on Instagram looking at you, and won't like you, so I'll go on Instagram, and I'll just go through the Explore page because, you know, I don't follow them. I just press like on their page because I'm like, y'all are so weird and crazy and we don't <laughs> stick together. And it's such a competition, Dan. It's just awful.
1: Yes, it is. It is. It really is. And, you know, we say that quite often a lot. And a lot of people have been saying that they don't understand why women just don't get along with each other. I mean, we're all beautiful, all fabulous, and we all we all are pretty much doing the same thing trying to survive. So why can't we just do it together? <laughs>
0: trying to make it, child. When I tell you they don't understand, everyone can't be the captain of the team. There's only one captain in football and basketball, right? hmm And if they just realize we're a team and it's enough sunshine for all of us to shine bright, it'll be okay, but they just need all the... Sun. I mean, that's just insecurities. Okay. I can feel insecurity. you on so that. One. Yes, yeah. indeed. It's yeah,
1: and I feel you on that, too, as well. And that is something that you have to do, but it makes it difficult at time. Now, yeah. how can people find you if they want to keep up with you in, in what you're doing? Where can they find you?
0: They can find me on Instagram at Marlo Hampton. Twitter, I Heart Marlo. Facebook, Marlo Hampton. And I also have a website that's going to be uh, updated on in February. I'm our, I think it's January or February. www.simplymarlo.com. And on there you have my blog where I'm going to the Starbucks blogging every Monday, Marlo Monday. And I mean, I'm just—I tell you guys what's going on with me. I'm always tell you what's going on with me. So definitely follow me, tweet me questions, email me at x dot com, and I'll respond back. I'm right here. Just it's on my cell phone, and just anything you're going through life. It's going to hand you a handful of apples, and you've got to pick through them and decide which which ones you're going to bite.
1: <laughs> All right, now. <laughs> that is amazing. I like that one. Can I use that one again?
0: <laughs> I know, right? Mm-hmm. You just have to. I just live. It's so crazy how my friends always say it and I use it. I'm like, you know what, you're right. They're like, Marla, you're just on a different planet. I'm like, I am on a different planet. I like it, and I'm okay with it. And everyone else <laughs> around, i just like, I'm okay with them, too. Some of them are stuck up. Some of them don't understand. But I'm like, I'm a great person. You're just missing out. You know, I can't let you understand how wonderful and great I am.
1: Because
0: <laughs> if I don't think it, who else is going to think it, right?
1: You got a good point there. That is, that's true. Yeah. Yes.
0: That's so true. Well, now, thank when you.
1: Re- I'm glad you came. And when you, when you reveal everything that you're about to um, embark upon, can you please come back and let us know? We would love to hear from you again.
0: I'll come back. You know that definitely. So just definitely call me. I will definitely
1: be back, okay? Okay, that is great. So you have a wonderful Thanksgiving, and I'm so glad you had the time to join us. And we will be checking you out on Real Housewives when you appear again. And we will also keep tabs on you on your website, simply Marlo. Thank you, thank you, and now, God I probably bless.
0: won't be appearing back on Real Housewives, but you'll be seeing me somewhere else. <laughs> okay, that's
1: fine. Well, well, we are, we are, we'll look for you. We'll keep our eyes out for you.
0: All righty. Well, thank you. You have a happy Thanksgiving and God bless. Okay.
1: Thank you. Thank you.
0: Goodbye. Right. Bye,
1: love. Okay. So everyone, that was Marlo Hampton. Uh you know, of the Bravo TV series, Real Housewives of Atlanta, and I Dream of a New Wedding. And I really have to tell you that it's amazing to find out that the people that we see that are depicted on screen are not the people that we think they are. They turn out to be some amazing people with giving hearts and wonderful spirits and a really good message to share with each and every one of us. And sometimes we just really need to just look inside and discover who they are and what's going on with them to understand that they're just like us. And they have dreams, too, and they are living their dreams. And what I can say to each and every one of you on this amazing, amazing holiday coming up is don't ever give up on your dreams. Believe in yourself. Understand who you are and go for what you know works for you. Don't try to follow the crowd. Because the crowd's not you. They have their own path that they have got to follow, and you have to follow yours. And do it. Believe in it. Go for it. Just do it. And just be amazed at what you will discover as you're going through. Not only will you discover this amazing talent you may have or or this interest you may have, you will discover you. And that is so important to find out who you are and enjoy being you. On that note, I would like to wish each and every one of you an amazing Thanksgiving holiday. We have to be grateful for the little things because it is those little things that make our lives so much richer and so much more important. And I want to say um, Happy Thanksgiving to my daughter and the rest of my entire family. I love each and every one of you, and I love each and every one of my listeners. So for you, enjoy be happy, be healthy, God bless, and we will be back at you again on Saturday with you, The Best Invention Ever, with Valencia Saunders and Dr. Carol Penn. Good night. That's our show for today. So until next time, keep it real, listen, learn, and live.